Uh, we are uh, we are really really excited about the fact that um, we're adding more cords to our safety net uh, for the most vulnerable. Um, I get the opportunity to introduce our minister, um, minister of uh, of seniors, community, and social services, uh, Jason Nixon. Why don't you come up and make the uh, important announcement to us? Well, thank you, Steve, and thank you, everybody, for being here in Calgary on this fine Alberta morning. I think we should enjoy the last of the great weather, so hopefully everybody has a beautiful day in this great city. I'm excited to be here today uh, at the Mustard Seat to, to make an important announcement. But first, I'd actually really just like to recognize organizations like the Mustard Seat here in Calgary and across the province uh, and many other nonprofit partners that work very closely with the city and with uh, the province be able to make sure that we can meet our obligations to be able to help some of the most vulnerable citizens in our province. Uh, I, I am always excited to let you know that in the city of Calgary, the last count that we take on the homeless population, which would have been last year at this time, showed that we were the only jurisdiction in the province where homelessness was going down. Now, with the housing crisis as it is, we'll have to see if that stays the same. And that, of course, means that there's still other challenges beyond just emergency shelter spaces. But the reality is we do see some real positive things taking place uh, in this area of our province, and that's because of work like the Mustard Seed. So I want to thank you for being uh, a great partner to us in the province and for the important role that you have. Homelessness uh, and addressing shelter capacity in the province of Alberta remains amongst the top priority for my department and for me personally. Uh, I'm excited to report that both within the city of Edmonton and the city of Calgary that we will be about 1,700 emergency spaces as we go into the winter. That has taken a tremendous amount of work by both the department and uh, municipalities who have partnered with us, as well as, again, uh, organizations like the Mustard Seed. What that means is that we should have enough emergency capacity to be able to deal with winter inside both of our largest cities, uh, which will free up some time for us to actually focus on long-term housing solutions and other types of ways that we work with shelters to be able to make sure that ultimately uh, we can help individuals move on to have very productive lives inside of the province which takes me to my announcement today. For us to be able to accomplish that objective, we have uh, challenged organizations like the Mustard Seed to come up with unique ways of providing shelter, particularly for Indigenous peoples and for women. And today, I'm excited to announce with the Mustard Seed that today they will open up, uh, funded by the province of Alberta, uh, 40 women-only emergency shelter spaces inside our province, which I am very excited about. Uh, that is in addition to the 100 only women-only spaces in Edmonton that we're working on as we speak and should have more to say about in the coming days, and our 100-bedded new Indigenous shelter uh, in the city of Edmonton. We'll be looking at something similar in Calgary. So these are exciting ways for us to be able to uh, accomplish uh, some of the unique work uh, that organizations like Steve's are doing. So I want to again thank you for your efforts. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. I'm looking forward to seeing the great results that will come from these new spaces. Uh, and the amazing work that will continue to come from that. And with that, I'd like to uh, introduce you to one of our other partners, uh, the Mayor of Calgary, who needs no introduction. Thank you for, uh, thank you for being here, uh, and come on up. Oki Daranastara Tansay Ambawastich, greetings to all of you in the mother languages of the Indigenous peoples of Treaty 7, who stewarded this land for generations before we all came to settle here at the confluence of the Bow and Elbow Rivers. Minister, thank you so much for making the time to come down to Calgary and make this announcement. This is absolutely critical work. We've got so many people in positions of vulnerability in our city. 
um, having 40 extra spaces for women who are finding themselves in a crisis situation. This is absolutely the work we need to be doing. Steve, I want to thank you and your team at the Mustard Seed for making sure that you accommodate anyone who comes uh, seeking shelter. I have to say, last year my team and I came to serve food at the facility in the south, and um, you were able to take me through and show me uh, that everything was basically at capacity. And you and I had a conversation about the fact that there was a lot of women seeking shelter space, and a lot of women from outside the province that were coming to Calgary, hoping that they would be able to find something here. So this announcement today is important for those women and any others who find themselves in a situation where they need emergency shelter. I'm very happy that we are doing this work in addition to the housing strategy that Council passed. I think if we are looking across the spectrum at housing and taking care of needs of the most vulnerable as well as market, we have a fulsome plan. So today's announcement is a very positive step. And with that, I'm going to turn things over to Samantha Lowe. Please come on up. Good morning, everybody. Women often face the harsh, harsh reality of hidden homelessness, grappling with a lack of tailored services to meet their unique needs. However, we've witnessed a significant increase in women seeking refuge in shelters over recent years. Right here in Calgary, as Mayor Gondak said, there's been an astonishing 50% increase in women accessing our shelter within the past year. This surge underscores the urgent necessity for a women-only shelter. And we are immensely grateful to the ministry for embracing and supporting this vision. Our new 24-7 shelter is poised to provide women-specific services thoughtfully designed to cater to the unique needs of this demographic. From helping with system navigation to offering housing case management and counseling, we are committed to providing comprehensive wraparound support to these women. Our goal is to empower women to rebuild their lives and trans transition into stable, long-term housing. The Mustard Seed is excited to open this new shelter, and we extend our profound gratitude to both the ministry and the city for their unwavering support in making this a reality. Together, we will make a meaningful impact on the lives of women in need. Now take questions from the media. We'll start with reporters here in the room. We'll do one question, one follow-up. If you could state your name and your outlet, that would be great. First question, please. Hi there, Aaron with Livewire Calgary. A question for the minister. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Nixon, how much is this going to cost and when can we expect to see the uh, shelter spaces available? So uh, the shelter spaces will open today, uh, which is uh, very exciting. I uh, heard when I arrived here that there were already people coming here to access the shelter spaces. So that's, uh, I think, good news. We're just getting out there. Uh, this project is a commitment uh, by the provincial government for about just shy of $100,000 for the work to get the shelter set up and a commitment to about three-quarters of a million dollars going forward to be able to uh, pay for the operation cost of those shelter spaces. Uh, follow for Steve. Steve, in, in speaking to people in the sector here, especially women uh, living on the streets, uh, safety seems to be a major concern for them. That's a, a major factor of them not going to shelters. Is there a hope here that the, the 
women-only shelter space will provide a safe space for them that will encourage them to not sleep rough and to start getting back into a system where they can get help. Yes, absolutely. And as uh, Samantha said earlier, you know, our, our desire is to create wraparound services, provide, you know, not just the shelter at night. Uh, it, it will be 24-7, so these women will have a secure place to uh, live or to stay uh, until we find more suitable uh, lodging for them as we move forward. Next question. Um, you're right. One of the things that we're seeing across the province and hearing uh, is the need uh, to make sure that women feel safe within our emergency shelter system. I don't want to confuse it with the important issue of domestic violence shelters, which is very important and being managed by my friend, uh, Minister Turton, obviously through his department. But we want to make sure that we're creating spaces that, that women feel safe at, but also can get access to different types of wraparound services that you may not see as a major focus inside some of the larger shelters, which are still predominantly male. Uh, so this is something that we've heard and, and why the government uh, is asking providers to be able to create more spaces like this. And I want to emphasize we're on route to a 100-bed shelter like this uh, in the city of Edmonton shortly, which I think will continue to show the commitment to that demand. Next question. Hi there, Sarah Offman with Global News. Um, I just wanted to ask perhaps just logistics, where this um, building is going to be, uh, what it's going to look like, and what kind of services are going to be available for the people there. So the shelter is located in the old Ethan McCulpin building, so 110 11th Avenue. Um, and again, as I said before, just the wraparound services include um, counseling, system navigation, and housing-focused case management, which is incredibly important to um, facilitate getting women into space. Do you have a follow-up? Sorry, I'm juggling roles this morning. I just wanted to ask, um, you know, we, we've seen recently um, a lot of encampments in the, in the Calgary area, maybe this one for the minister or uh, Mayor Gondek wants to weigh in as well, but we've seen a lot of encampments, we've seen them, you know, at least tearing them apart. Do we continue to see that, that challenge of, of, of bringing people in to places like this and how does that support them in terms of making the transition into um, hopefully affordable housing? Well, encampments continue to be a challenge, so I will say I think Calgary's done an excellent job addressing that issue. Minister Turton, the Minister of, or sorry, uh, Minister Williams, the Minister of Mental Health and Addictions, uh, and Minister Ellis, uh, who is the Minister of Public Safety, and myself, both chair a public safety committee uh, for the City of Calgary that really focuses on these issues as the Chief of Police, the Chief of Fire Department, as well as members of Calgary Council on it. I know Calgary also does a similar process, but we're working towards that public safety component. Why I think it matters for this announcement, though, is it shows that the government is hearing some of the unique challenges with encampments and the need for things like 24-7 shelter space uh, in places for women, for example, in this case, but there are other demographics that are looking for unique services where they can feel safe. Uh, and I, I will say, ultimately, the goal for the government uh, is to make sure that we move as many people as we can and that want to uh, into a much more long-term uh, housing situation. I think that is the goal of every government in the province right now. And, of course, uh, also to some of the amazing recovery resources that are coming online in the province that we don't see in other locations. So I think that this is all about doing shelter a little different than we've done in the past, 
and connecting to so many of those great resources that are coming online in the province. And Mayor, I don't know if you want to add anything on the cameras. The thing that I would add about encampments is, um, you know, the system that we have right now doesn't work as effectively as it could and it should. And so another component of the housing strategy is making sure that we have spaces for people to go if they have pets, that we have spaces for people to go if they're a couple. So we have heard directly from folks that are in encampments because there is a compassionate response. So we're trying to make it better so that people actually can have housing, that they can live with dignity. So if you actually listen to the stories of people who are using encampments as their shelter right now, they'll tell you what they're seeking in a more permanent solution. Next question. Uh, Tate Laycraft with City News. Um, I was just curious in regard to these shelter spaces opening today. Is there a wait list that will result in these spaces being filled pretty much immediately, or how fast are people actually getting into these spaces? Well, I'll let, I'll let the Muscle City elaborate specifically on these 40 spaces. Uh, what I can say, though, is in Calgary last year, uh, we were at about 80% emergency shelter capacity through the year. There's very few times we broke that 80% mark. It's something the department watches every day. Uh, and we're pretty confident that the 1,700-plus spaces that we've created in the city of Calgary will get us through that emergency measure. To the mayor's point, this is not our permanent housing solution. This is about dealing with uh, emergency situations and making sure people are safe warm uh, and in the circumstance where hopefully we can then bridge to other long-term services and long-term sustainable housing. In Edmonton, where we see more challenges in the past, so, you know, upwards of 100% capacity at times in the coldest months, we're going to have the most shelter spaces in the history of the city come online. They're almost all up, 1,700. We're very proud of it. I know the city of Edmonton is proud of it as well. So on the overall capacity for the province, we're very comfortable that we're ready for on an emergency side, uh, which again, in, as I said in my remarks, pushes us down to a spot where we can focus on long-term housing solutions and not get too bogged down trying to make sure we have the emergency spaces because we've got them. And I don't know, Steve, if you or your people want to talk about access here. Uh, currently, we already have a 370 uh, mat shelter in the Foothills area, and it's a sober shelter. Uh, and for the first time this year, we've been at capacity through the entire summer. Typically we would have maybe 250 uh, to 275 average in the summer. We were over 370 and we were turning away anywhere between, between 10 and 30 people a night. So our expectation, because it is, a, it, it is a mixed shelter, our expectation is that some of the 80 some women who use that shelter on a daily basis will, will likely transfer to this shelter and it will also provide opportunity for us to have a little more capacity in the, uh, in the foothill shelter. Do you have a follow-up? The phone lines, could I get the first caller please? There are no questions on the phone at this time. Okay, thank you. <laughs> 